probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast. The Coach JB Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion as well. Fucking slap dicks. Fucking slap Down the brass tags, crushing the ass with deep stress. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. Big Thomas. Even big and tennis and clothes. She's got sports blood in her. So she's on the cover of FHM magazine. And the coach of Shady Show. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about JB. I've got a clip on my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Coach JB Show. It is Tuesday. It is Talk That Talk Tuesday. And I am Sarah Blake. Without further ado, let me introduce you to your favorite person ever, Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? Well, how you doing, Sarah? Good. I'm in the all white. I'm in the all white, uh, fresh all white. Um, I like that white. I know, right? I'm so thin now, I can wear white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, fuck it. Check it out. Appreciate everybody coming on in the chat. Uh, yeah, Seattle.org. What up? Uh, .org. He said that my TikToks are fire. Hey, listen up. My TikToks made it viral and I guess are trending on some pla- at some, some certain places. And apparently it made it to Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals of all places. So... Uh, I was just told that by our lovely co-host, Sarah Blake, <laughs> and she just sent it to me, and now I just sent it to a few buddies of mine, and uh, I'm not going to say who they are, but they are laughing on my text right now because everybody knows me and him don't get along. So, anyway, it's all good. I was, was on ESPN Radio this morning. I got to go on Barstool after this show. This show will not be a full three-hour show, by the way. We have, uh, Sarah has some obligations, so do I, and I got to go on this show. Um, and I'm, apparently I'm the new head coach at Nebraska, so just wait on Yes. That. Oh, fuck, Sarah. My, I, I had to ask you all these questions about Nebraska. Like, what are you going to do? Sarah. Well, who are you going to bring on as your staff? It happens every year a job comes open. <laughs> I was the head coach at Florida State, and then I was the head coach at Arkansas, and then I was the head coach at Tennessee, and then I was the head coach at USC twice. Um <laughs> Uh, it is what it is. Uh, make sure you pound the like button, hit the bu- hit the subscribe button, become a member. Make sure you follow Sarah and myself on all social media platforms. We got a good show for you today. Uh, it might not be as long as normal, but we do have a lot of things to break down. The Monday Night Football game, Russell Wilson's awkward return to Seattle, and the awkward video that I posted staying that nobody really wanted to go talk to him. And then all of, all the TikTokers and Twitter gurus and everybody else that knows more than me, 
Remember, I, it's not like I don't I have a player on the team or do I know about five of their coaches? Fuck me, right? What do I know? But uh, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. Believe, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, and you get 50% off welcome bonus. Hey, we got games. Thursday night game. First game on Amazon Prime. Um, hosted by Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Um, it'll be on Amazon Prime. Um, first big event on Amazon. So we're going to see how that goes. And it's a rivalry game. Chargers, Chiefs, uh, AFC West rival showdown. So we're going to get into that today. Plus, we're gonna give our we're gonna give uh, me and Sarah are gonna debate on our top five coaches on the hot seat in college, and if uh, if they should be on the hot seat or not. And then uh, also our first our top five NFL teams after week one. We're gonna break that down, and we, me and her will pick our top five NFL teams just after week one. It is what it is. Nobody knows at this fucking point who's gonna be good. We're just gonna make friendly banter and more wagers. Um, because, uh, you know, she beat me in college. Um, picks. Yeah. I beat You're her murdering in me in, a, I beat NFL. Her in NFL picks, by the way. But, you know, <laughs> we're not getting into that. Um, so, no, Chiefs by 10, my ass. I, I'll bet anybody in the room the Chargers are going to fucking mollywop the Chiefs Thursday night. I'll bet anyone in the room. Um, we got a lot of things going on, so I appreciate you coming on. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We had about 170 people in here on the morning wake-up show. I appreciate everybody coming in that show as well. Uh, I got copywritten for showing the Bears and Falcons game. I didn't even know they played. A, B, I did not show that game. And C, YouTube kind of fucks with me sometimes because Instagram just deleted me too. So no platform likes JB right now. It is what it is. Um, but there's a lot to discuss uh, today. And I got to get you started with the quote of the day. Let me get you started with the quote of the day. Um, Here it is on the ticker. We are told no much more than we are told yes. The difference between winners and losers are the people who take the no's and turn them into yeses. Drop the mic on that one. That's my own quote, by the way. Just made it up today. Just sitting here writing shit down. And I was like, yeah, let me make that quote up for today. So make sure you put it on a t-shirt and buy it on CoachABStore.com. Head on over there right now and check it out. Um... We have some merch to give away. Um, we got a lot of things to give away because we're going to be betting. We're going to have a trivia. We got a poll question. The poll question for the day is uh, should Jimbo Fisher be on the hot seat? Should Jimbo Fisher be on the hot seat, Sarah? I don't know. Um, well, I kind of agree with Paul Feinbaum on this one where he said, he, you know, nobody has to make fun of him. His record does it for him. So, by the I, way, I don't know if you know this. I'm going to give you a fun fact real quick. A good friend of mine is a guy named Kevin Sumlin. He was the head coach at AM, coached Johnny Manziel. Uh, he actually has a one game better record, made half the money, and had half the time that Jimbo has. So, let that sink in. Um, yeah, pretty fucked up. Cameron Spruce said I blocked him on Instagram over a question. Uh, Cameron Spruce, I have no fucking idea who you are. A, B, I have people that run my social media. So if people blocked you, you must have done some dumb shit. Um, having said that, uh, first quarter y'all had that third and one. They said I got off the edge. What's Kyler supposed to? 
I got to get into this. Sarah sent me. Um, I want to share this with you real quick because apparently my TikTok made it viral uh, on a lot of platforms. Jason Whitlock shared it on his YouTube sh- show. And apparently uh, Cliff Kingsbury was asked. A lot of people know in the business that me and Cliff don't see eye to eye very well. Um, when he was at Texas Tech, you know, he did something I don't really like about a kid of mine. But anyway, uh, we're going to show that. I don't know if I can switch it. How do I switch it, Sarah? Every time I fuck up, I think because you get on the big screen and then you control <laughs> it. Uh, can you slide do not, it over? Do not put me next to him. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently this is what was asked of him after my video. Cordillard, that third and one, they sent a guy off the edge. What's Kyler supposed to do there? Like, does he just need to get the ball out quicker? No, it, it, it should have been picked up. Yeah, protection-wise, um, should have been picked up. And ah, I see his laugh. He's like trying to laugh, Sarah, by the way, because he knows who wrote, he knows who did the video. So that I can see it in his, in his smirk. If you don't pick up on those little things, Sarah, I know you do because you know women have intuition, and just like <laughs> we do. It wasn't, unfortunately, and, um, you know, they, they, they made a good play. But, yeah, he, Kyler was doing the right thing. Is that on him to call it out or just No, it was a set, set protection. Yeah, we broke the huddle, went fast, and so it, things were moving fast, but um, it just didn't, didn't work out for us. Um, apparently, <laughs> since this TikTok has gone viral, according to Cliff, uh, last chance you, Coach Jason Brown, is out here cooking Kyler Murray. This thing's all over the place, Sarah. I don't know where to take it. I, I mean, everyone's been blowing me up about it, uh, and now they're asking, uh, now they're asking uh, Cliff Kingsbury about it. That thing has like 3 million views on Barstool. It's got 2.5 million views or, or more on my TikTok. I, I, I did not know that shit. Sarah, I got to be honest. Um, I wish I could tell the story of taking that video. And doing that video, um, if you notice, that video was in a nef- it was in my room. So that, there was a whole other thing going on. And I was like, "Fuck! Let me take this real quick. Let me take this picture real quick. Let me take this video real quick." When I saw it, because I had dog fucking, I have dog issues and all this shit. So I go, I, I get up real quick, and I'm basically in my underwear because I was coming out the shower. I see the video, I click it, boom, I get it, and then that, unbeknownst to me, it goes viral. It is what it is. Okay, uh, so question. Are you a boxer, brief, or tidy whities type oh, no, of guy? No, 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 no. Never, never been tidy whitey. <laughs> never been tidy whitey guy. Uh, that's just like the epitome of like white people. Is it? <laughs> it's like the epitome of like an old white guy or something. I, I don't know. I, I've never been the tidy whitey guy. Now, I am a boxer brief guy. So I've always been the boxer brief guy because, you know, back in the day when I was, I had a little figure and shape, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I was a little, okay, I'm wearing boxer briefs because I had that, you know, voluptuous shape, Sarah. Let the ladies That was tell, for you ladies. Let the ladies tell you. I know you, you all wanted to know. Let the ladies tell you that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But there's a lot of shit going on, Sarah. I got to get your take since we are in the uh, foreplay hour of this show. Um, should Jimbo Fisher be on the hot seat? That is the question of the day. Um, what was his he, record? I want to know what was his record at Florida State when he got fired. I, I don't know. Uh, all I do know is that uh, 
I don't know if he really got fired. I think he basically said, fuck you, because there was a bunch of things going on. They did not get along right. at all. We did not, we didn't get along at all. So, um, we are, my we are, thing I, is, we, huh? I said, my thing is some of these jobs that these coaches have and then that they take, and then these schools that take opportunities on them or whatever, like, I mean, for one, Butch Jones, Arkansas state, um, you know, we fired him, you know, these coaches that get fired or that they more so being fired, like, you know, prime example, Jeremy Pruitt, McDonald's back. He gets fired. They get opportunities to coach somewhere. Because it is a it is a recyclable business. And uh, who is uh Greg Leonard? I Greg Leonard? Maybe. ESPN Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, wants, yeah, go Vols. Oh, uh, he wants to be on his show. Um <laughs> so Auburn apparently, Sarah Auburn uh, Auburn fans are very mad at me. I, I did not know because I didn't hear anything about it. But I guess I on my verified Twitter, there's an extra column of of a DMs that you can accept. And I I found out today, Sarah, there's probably a thousand Auburn mad people in there. Yeah, they're mad. Yeah, oh, you well. cannot yell at the SEC. We oh, are loyal. Oh, Sarah, we are you piss off my people. Best. I piss off yours. It is what it is. Well. Um, I did not try to. I just simply said you're struggling with San Jose. I didn't say nothing else. And Brian Harson's another guy I don't like. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to, I'm not bashing any school in particular. I mean, damn. But, uh, you know. Okay, the Who's 83 comments? and 23 in eight years? Who's 83 and Who? 23 in eight years? Jerry Kirby. That's what I was wondering. Is Oh, is that his 80, 83, 23, eight years at Florida State? So is that his record? Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Um, I mean, he's just old. He's not that old, Sarah. He's not old at all. Old. He was a young coach coaching with fucking um, Saban. So, well. you know... Um, I don't know if you've seen this. Well, there's a few things I want to share. I want to talk about, but there's a lot of things going on, Sarah. I don't know if you knew this. Um, we got the poll question out there. We got, you know, Nathaniel Hackett has to be the slapdick of the day after last night, after he did not call a timeout. And plus all the Twitter gurus are arguing with me that he should have just, they should have just, Kicked it right there. Uh, they should have just either called the timeout. What's the difference between 40 seconds and 20 seconds? Well, there's a difference. You let your $256 million fucking quarterback go for the fucking get the first down, and then you spike it, and you have a baby 25, 26 seconds left, and now you can run three or four plays with two timeouts left to get into better range. So there is a huge difference, but, you know, all the, all the naysayers out there uh, definitely – Definitely. Um, um, definitely. I'm getting blown up by Husker football mania or something. I have no idea what's going on. Um, there's so many things right, going on. Because you're, I mean, you should be taking a flight right now. Right. Because you're going to have a press conference yeah. in a matter of days. No doubt. And plus, I've been blown up. Uh, somebody sent me a thing showing that I was viral in, within the Nebraska world. On the co- as a coach to hire, I'm like, what in the fuck are you kidding me? Um, 
I don't ever take those things serious because I know there's not. We're going to get into the top five college football performances of the week uh, after week. There's two weeks in college football past, um, headed into three, even with the little before Thursday night game deal. Talk about our top NFL games, our teams after week one. And uh, I also wanted to break down top five least impressive NFL teams after week one. And uh, wanted to talk about the top five college football teams after week two. And I wanted to talk about all the college football coaches that are on the hot seat or should be on the hot seat. And I wanted to get into that. Into that. But this is why, Sarah, I want to break down why Jimbo Fisher has no knowledge of what's going on in that program. He has no thumbnail on his heartbeat. He has nothing. That team does not want to fucking run through a wall for this dude at all. And it is clear as day. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this uh, this video. Um, sorry. They're, they have one of their better players. His name is Denver Harris. Uh, obviously, I think he's an NIL guy. If you haven't seen this viral video, take a look at this uh, video. And uh, this is him driving through an underground parking structure, going 80 miles an hour, banging music, and has no regard for any kids or anybody walking through or anybody at all, including himself. You got to be out your fucking mind if you think this is going to go down on my program. And that is what we have. This is what we have. The motherfucker said he put a supercharger in the bitch. He's I'm trying bragging. to find out what was he driving. He's bragging about it. Oh, I don't know, charger or whatever. He's bragging about <laughs> driving that fast in an underground parking structure with a bunch of kids, and he took the video himself. So it's like you got to be absolutely shitting me. And okay. uh, I'm, I'm so fucking confused um, how everybody thinks that is a cool thing. I mean, motherfuckers really <laughs> think they're out here doing the thing like they're flossing. Like, you got to be shitting me. That's flossing nowadays? First of all, I want to know what kind of car it is and if it really did have a supercharger on it. Secondly... I'm not going to lie. Okay, that's the most irrelevant not part of this lie. whole thing, but go ahead. It is not irrelevant. It's so relevant because if he's just flossing, then you'll know, but I want to know what kind of car it is. Second no, of I, all. I don't give a fuck. It could have been a VW Bug for all I care. If you're going 80 miles an hour in underground parking, you should that be That shit is fun. You should be ca- Have you ever seen Too Fast, or was it Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? That's fun. <sighs> this is not a professional <laughs> fucking race car driver. I'm just saying. Have you ever heard an engine rev in a tunnel? Does it like a does it make supercharged? Does it make car? It's fun. Does it make you wet? Let me tell you something. It doesn't make my dick hard. It does not make my dick hard. So that's not a big time thing to me. Sorry. That's like that's like some fun when it's yours. That's like some real NASCAR white people shit. No, it, it well obviously not. Look at homeboy here; he's cruising through the freaking well. Parking I know, lot. but he ain't no fucking race car driver. I'm thinking a kid's gonna walk out and bam. That's what I thought this was gonna be. 
I did not know what was going on here. But look at what how fast it was right the, by uh, that car coming against him. No, it's, I mean, I don't condone this. I'm going to say that if it was my kid, I would be pissed off. <laughs> she has to clear the airways on that so, she, so she don't get canceled I am like going to say, if you are a responsible driver, unlike this human being, and you can drive a vehicle that is supercharged and know how to, Supercharge is, is fun. one thing. Supercharge is cool, but goddamn, let's not be ignorant in our, uh, in our approach here. And I would suspend him. I'm just telling you right now, Sarah. I would absolutely 100% suspend him. For driving fast? In an underground parking structure and filming it and putting it on social media and making my program look like a bunch of fucking yahoos? Yes. Sorry. Well, I I mean, I don't think that makes your program look bad because it could oh, be worse. It absolutely 100% makes my program look bad. Yeah, I've been on the other side though, where I know what these guys are all doing. <laughs> let, let, let me ask so, you. This. Let me ask you. Kind of like, oh, that's not that bad. Let me ask. You, yeah, I know. I hear you. Let me ask you this: <laughs> if my if this same kid went out and killed a person in this thing right here, that, does that make your program look bad? Yes. Now, if this same kid robbed McDonald's, if he robbed this McDonald's, does it make my program look bad? Yes. That's my point. Anything you do off campus makes your program look bad. It's a direct uh, direct reflection on me. That's just what it is. I'm held accountable. Just like you are if your kids do some crazy shit. You're accountable as a parent. I'm the accountable as the, as the head coach, leader of the program. And this right here, being put on social media, is the part that people aren't grasping. Like we could talk about, I could talk about this, Sarah, for four fucking hours right now and make a whole show out of it. And this is the problem. People aren't grasping the fact that he's taking his time and absolutely have has no regard for his teammates, his coaches, his brothers, anything by posting this video right here. Oh, coach, he's just having fun. Yeah, he's having fun. He literally is bigger than the program because he thinks he's gonna post this shit and it's cool. And now I got to answer it. See, he doesn't realize the, the stress he's putting on his head coach right now, whether we agree or not about Jimbo Fisher. I'm just saying if it was me, you're putting stress on me for a guy that really cares for the kids and is wanting the best for you, and now you're making me make a harsh decision, and I'm suspending you? I'm kicking you off? Am I reprimanding you? Like, what is it? And he's putting us in a bad position. This happens every day, though. Like, right. look what Jalen Ruggs did and uh, all these other guys out here doing, you know, hitting women and all this other shit. They're putting their head coaches in a very precarious situation because we want to help them. We want to save them and we want them to play for us. Right. But that's just an idiot move right here. It's kind of funny. Did you see our other Texas Aggie guy? Oh. I think you did. I think you sent that to me, too. Um, the Our friend James. McCoy Taylor. Oh man, I sent that to arrested. you. Did you see that? Yes. At the he was it was after the game. He was arrested for DWI and it says unlawful possession of a gun. And then there was something in there about a girl under the age of twenty one. I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I didn't I didn't even know why he would have released that on his own. Um I, I bet he was just trying to be out in front of it 
to clear up the air a little bit for himself, but can't I mean, get out in front either of it way. without your lawyer. Can't get out in front of it without your lawyer because it looks just like a, a, a Instagram tweet to me or a post. Um, let me ask you this: I didn't give a fuck about any of the other shit except for the kid. What's going on with the kid? I heard the girl was thirteen or seventeen. No, I, she was under the age twenty one. I don't know. I didn't read anything into that part i just read on his post that it said she needed to use a phone and was locked out of her apartment or something what who knows f- hey anytime there's a bunch of stories i don't fuck with it right uh it's too bad too bad for a good old boy james um i know uh not really if he did it i'm not it's not too bad but i don't know it'll be interesting to see what it really was <laughs> yeah that's Oh, man, it's unfortunate. It's crazy how we can have people on our show and next day, something major or whatever. I don't know. We could post something the next day. It turns into something viral. You never know how it goes. Um, You had a big day. Did you have your uh, PB shoot? Yes. I shot today. So we woke up early, makeup, hair, and then photo shoot. So that actually turned out. It's probably the best photo shoot I've ever ever had in my career of modeling this one's gonna be the best wow send him over here yeah send him over here and get me i'm just gonna do some poses like you know tank top g-string me and my dogs um some trailer park shit straight out of trailer (laughs) park uh boys um it is what it is we'll see what happens um a lot of the lot, a lot of things. I wanted to bring something up since we're still in the foreplay portion of this show. We have no guests on today. We're, we've been trying to get a chemistry, so we've hold, held back on the guests right now. So don't trip. We still have tomorrow. Matt McChesney will be joining us to talk all things Thursday night uh, game, and then the last night's game. We're gonna get into that. Me and Sarah today too. Um, I gotta show you something, Sarah. I have to take. I have to get your take on this. Who in the fuck is this? Is that a boy? Here's another picture. Here's another picture. Let me see. Uh, I got the same picture. All right. Same picture. Um, Do you know that is? Is that Megan Fox or a boy? That is (laughs) Megan Fox. And the fact that you said... Is that a boy first is exactly what I wanted to hear. It's it's really hard to differentiate these days. I'm not going to lie. What in the I, fuck is going on with her? Um, I think she's she's just in a different phase of her life. <laughs> Wait up, time out. That ain't the same broad that's on Transformers though, right? Yes. No, it's not. That is. No, it's not. Yes. She had a lot of work done. That's not the same girl right there. Well, I mean, okay, here's the deal with modeling. Everybody, there's a lot that goes on when you do photo shoots as far as photoshopping your body, the things that can be done. Wait, is she a model or an actress? She's nothing right now. She's MGK's girlfriend. She's who? Fiance. Machine Gun Kelly. Fuck is that? Holy shit. Okay. 
you we've got to catch you up on the loop on this pop culture shit. She and him drink each other's blood. What? They what? are so freaking weird. Hey, what? what? Yes. See, I don't even want to know that. See, that's why I stay out of the shit. That's why I don't know it. That's why I don't know. I'm like, no, I'm not going to know it either. I'm not going to know it. Because that's just, that's just, it's fucking unbelievable. I got another photo to share. I want to share uh, with you. Um, okay, this is the fucking one. Okay, so this must be whoever the fuck you're saying. Um let me add it in here real quick for you for all the fine folks in uh, in the studio. Uh, so you're telling me, what's his name? Gene Gun? What'd you say? Machine Gun Kelly. That MGK. guy. That guy. That's him. Yes. Oh, uh, she looks scary. I gotta be honest. She looks real fucking scary. Yes. Um, he has he has purple fingernails. Yes, and he has pink hair. He does his nails. They're best friends with Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian, and they all do weird shit together. I don't understand. Well, first Which of- is crazy. So Joe Cord is right. She has, I think there's, they have three kids together, not him, not her and Machine Gun Kelly, but um, Brian is the guy, he's the actor, Brian Green, I think his name is, from 90210. They have three kids together. I don't think she has custody of those kids. And like, she's just gone off and been weird. I throw up in my mouth hearing you talk about it because I definitely don't Mm want to know all this shit. And you said someone's drinking someone's blood too on top of that. Yes, they drink each other's blood weekly. Oh yeah, they should all be just fucking taken out back somewhere and just fucking absolutely clubbed with a billy until they just are fucking stuck in a desert somewhere. Like... It blows my mind you have all this money, all this fame, and you can't get your fucking shit together. I'm just like, wow. That is a scary-looking motherfucker right there. She looks almost like, first of all, it looks like a boy. Second of all, there's no way in the world that that's the motherfucker off of fucking Transformers. There's just no way. She got, notice in that picture, too, her tattoos are gone. She used to have a huge side piece. And I mean, she had. I would never a be her side bunch piece. of tattoos. I wouldn't be her side piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, did you see that motherfucker changed. wearing purple and pink? Though he's wearing purple and pink, a fluffy, furry, whatever you girls call it. We have a masculinity yes. problem, Sarah. We have a fucking masculinity problem. I'm not gonna get into all that. Uh, make sure I you like him. Um, I actually like him. Oh fuck! I wouldn't like him with fucking with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't think he's attractive. There's two different things there. Shit. Cheeky said she transformed. Yeah, she transformed all right. She did. She transformed into a motherfucking, her original fucking dude outlook. Hollywood, I'm telling you, that's what Hollywood does to you. I don't see why. Why and how? I have no idea. I, I don't get it. Don't get it. Um, I don't know. I, I had to show you that because I'm just like, who the fuck is this person? Um. That is just nasty. I could never watch that. I could never see be a part of that. I, I don't. I don't understand it. Um, all right, let's get into this to this Monday Night Football game uh, show. Um, oh boy, 
MJG MJK is a good artist. Well, no, he's not because I've never even fucking heard of him. And if I would have heard of him, he would have been good because I heard of Michael Jackson. I heard of Elvis. I heard of. Fucking- he's saying at the NHL All Stars. Well, again, like I said, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I wouldn't. Do you ever believe in your wildest dream, Sarah, that I watched the NHL All Star game? I think that you actually are cruising down the street. In your 6'4", jocking the bitches and slapping the hose, listening to MJK. MGK. <laughs> and I wish I would, if I got caught listening to him, I wish I, I would give anyone in here the permission to castrate me on the spot. <laughs> that That is how serious I am about this motherfucker. There's no fucking way I'd be caught dead with the motherfucker wearing a pink furry and purple nails. Um, He's emo. What is that? Like emo. It's, I, I, oh my God, I can't believe I know this shit. He's emo. It's like emotional, but he's like a, like a goth. Like what we knew as goth is emo. Like, you know, the kids that like wear black nail polish and, and, you know, worship the devil and are so sad. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, I'm absolutely still taking. I am still taking the charges if Keenan Allen is out. Yes, I am, Greg Lloyd. Um, all right, last night's game, Sarah. I don't know. Did you watch yes. it? Did you watch it? Okay, so it was on TV. I was in and out of sleep. I, I have to. I had to wake up early, and I couldn't look like I was tired. So. Oh my god. Come on. It's NFL. I mean, come on. I would rather listen to emo shit oh my sometimes. God. All if right. It's not the so, Titans, I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> Russell w- w- Russell Wilson, if you say Russell Wilson fast like three times, do you think you can say it? Because it's pretty hard to say, actually. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Because you kind of almost get like the, the W and the R mixed in. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with the show. It sucks today. But listen. I want to show you a clip of what I did last night um, on Russell Wilson. I showed the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, by the way. So, you know, by the way, I'm the new head coach at Nebraska, right? Apparently, (laughs) people are making pictures of me and all kind of shit. So, uh, clap it up. Um, who, who are you bringing on staff? That is a horrible, can I do recruiting? Can I do recruiting? Picture. Horrible picture. Uh, God damn. Give me a decent picture. Um, I know. Okay, so this one has only 40,000 views okay. on Twitter. I love how he plays. I think he's a winner. I think he's top let me seven, eight quarterbacks in the NFL and uh, one of the all time winning percentage leaders in NFL history. But I want you to see something that a place he's been at for so long. Pete Carroll kind of snubs him a little bit with a weak hug. And people. Very Watch this go down. And you know all eyes are on him. So you'll see Pete Carroll. A little bullshit hug here. The hug with Pete Carroll was no eye contact whatsoever, Sarah. It was very, very quick. And it was very, very, eh, get the fuck out of here. Not really go interested. Ahead. And now he's looking for people. Watch how he looks for people, Sarah, to find. And if you've ever watched an NFL game, Sarah, you know you've watched games, NBA, NFL, whatever. And you go back to your former team. 
Most people are grabbing you like crazy and hugging the hell out of you. You've spent 10 years there and all this shit. Look at how awkward it looks for him to find somebody that actually wants to dap him up. Hold his hand there for him. But notice most folks when you play another team, he would have already been surrounded by many people, many players. He's looking for motherfuckers. He's looking for motherfuckers. Where's the green? Look. Like, nobody likes me? <laughs> nobody likes me? Nobody? Look at that. That's pretty alarming right there. He, pretty uh, fucking alarming. But you got Sierra, dog. They could all eat a dick as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Doesn't you, she have a dick? Sierra has a dick? Yeah, isn't she like a hermaphrodite? Or is that a oh, fake one? Oh, wow. Rumor? That's a new story again. Another fucking story you're telling me. Um... <laughs> Listen, let me let me break this down. And then all the fucking people that know so much more than me. But what do I know, Sarah? Remember, that's the segment. But what do I know? Um, they know so much more than me. I have a player there. I have co- coaching buddies there. Um, I know for a fucking fact they don't like the cat there. Number one. Number two, he separated himself. I heard he used to fly his own private jet to games without being with the team, which is a number one no-no. Um... But he won a Super Bowl there and went to two. So, you know, New England cheered on Tom Brady, and then they booed him when the game started, right? They booed him from the gate. And if you watch that video, he he clearly, they don't really fuck with him. And everyone on Twitter, Sarah, is trying to tell me, JB, you don't know. Nobody on that roster is the same. I go, okay, so let me... <laughs> Sarah, I, I am so over these motherfuckers on Twitter. Do you realize it's a clear, it's it's literally impossible to get rid of all 53-man roster from the year before in the NFL? Do you realize maybe 10 people are different on that roster? And these motherfuckers on TikTok really think the whole team is new. Like, this is fucking Pop Warner. I'm just like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> so there's 10 guys maybe different the entire offense is basically the fucking same disley the backs the wideouts. i mean all of those are the same and 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 i get this coach you didn't see before the game do you realize how much of a fucking pr stunt it is in the pregame for cats to dap each other up and fucking get filmed and be on camera and make it a good old boy network for the fucking PR, public relations of this thing in the NFL. But after the game tells the tale, Coach, DK and him swap jerseys. Yay! I'm not a fan of the swapping jersey shit. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Fucking, that's the biggest pussy fucking thing. I would, I, I would be fucking damned if, I, if I'm going to ask a motherfucker for his jersey. Whether you beat me or I lose or I beat you, I ain't giving you shit and I ain't asking right. you for shit. I'll ask you when I retire and when you retire. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I honestly don't think that it really. I, does it really matter if anybody gave him a hug or anything like that? I mean, maybe they don't fucking like him. There. But one, you're supposed Look to be Russell like. Wilson. Why are you searching for people? Get your ass in the locker room and. If you want to text your friends that were on the other team, send them a text. But I, I mean, you're Russell Wilson. Go to the locker room. Don't make yourself like. Don't lower yourself to that. I don't know. It's bad. 
Sarah, my house continues to become an absolute shit show. I had a flood the other day. Last night, I thought I, somebody shot my house with a shotgun because I'm sitting there smoking what? a cigar. I'm watching a game, smoking a cigar, and boom! And I'm like, what in the fuck? And my dogs go running out at the window. And oh. so this is what happens. Right there. Look what it looks like. <laughs> it ain't an angel. Callie, get away. Callie. Oh, is it a bird? Motherfucking self hit my window. Big Hard, ass bird too. broke his neck on Callie. my window. Nasty bird. Damn. What the fuck's going You've on been cleaning here, your man? windows? They're that clean? Man, some big ass <laughs> shit hit my window. Hell yeah. Right there. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that angel Look looking looks like. like an angel. <laughs> it ain't an angel. Um, man, Callie, get away. Callie. I, I didn't want them to eat. Well, anyway, you don't even know the story. So, it hits the window. I'm sitting there. <laughs> right before me and Matt come on. And, no, that ain't no reach call, Wido. That's a fucking 2,000-watt zap cow prod for if these motherfuckers fight. So, that's what that is, by the way, FYI, because I'm tired of breaking up fights. Well, anyway, needless to say, as soon as that happened, Bailey ran over there and grabbed the motherfucker, and I think she may have killed it. I don't know. But then, there's damn near a four-dog fight over it. So, I'm breaking up that. As well as finding out what's going on with the bird. As well, Sarah, when you talk about I've reached the precipice of fuckery, I am at it. And I need to find two dogs a home. And I got to get all kind of shit. So. Damn. Yeah. It's like, it's like my house. This is what my house is on a daily basis. <laughs> Like we've got dogs opening up doors now, Sarah, and we've got I, animals. <laughs> Sarah, we, uh, let's go. We're gonna, we got a we got a fast paced show here going on. <laughs> I got to move right on to ask you something very important. I have a girl buddy of mine that's asked me for, for, for a few things, and I'm wondering, can we do how to give head seminars on OnlyFans and not show anyone's face? Like, I'm not lying. Can we? Do, let's just say, let's just say, for instance, let's just say, for instance, I got a friend that wants to get his wee wee sucked by a girl, <laughs> and the girl wants to show how to do so and do like a class and do it on OnlyFans. This is how I suck penis. And all you see is the mouth and the penis. Is that a thing that you could do on OnlyFans? I don't know. I'm sure you can't. There's things that people do that you would blow your mind. So I'm sure. Fuck it. <laughs> Jada said, yeah, you can put on a ski mask. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. Okay, but how? how um, <laughs> I got a friend. Um. Hold on, Dexton. This is a great sports show, by the way. Shut the fuck up. That's why this show's fucking legit. No, cheeky. So, let me ask you. Let's say if this friend wanted to do it, how would they get paid if it's not without telling them their name? Or does the public don't know you're 
your your info like that. I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to learn this thing right now. So, are you trying to ask me how you can keep it anonymous? Yeah, for your how, how are you anonymous? If you just if you just if you just show the the the, the wee wee and the mouth of her, you don't see her face or or the guy's. But face. how are people going to find this? Who? How's this friend going to advertise it? That's my point. That's what I'm asking you. Hmm. That's you don't know nothing about you don't know that part. I mean, you can make up a fake name and you can advertise it somewhere else, I guess. But so it's I don't all know. about. But no, wait up. OnlyFans they don't go to your page because you're a celebrity, right? You create your own thing, right? Okay, here's the deal. You anybody can have an OnlyFans. You can create an OnlyFans, but the big selling point is who the fuck are you why do people want to buy your only fans so if i said i'm coach jb and i did only fans you you think people would go to your only fans absolutely oh and what would i do on only fans whatever the fuck you want to do so only you fans know, is like only fans isn't just sexual there's a oh, lot of people who so do stuff this is like tiktok yeah you could start charging for coaching advice put that shit on only fans for real Maybe if I did it, I like, charge I had people from football fantasy. What if I had a naked girl on the board right here, and I'm coaching her how to t- chalk it up? Go for it, but you both have to sign waivers. We just had to go through this whole ordeal with them, with um, content creators. You have to sign your waivers. You have to have it notarized. All this shit. Waiver for what? Like. Um, participating. Really? Yeah. Hey, you coach it or allow it. Shout out. Shout out, JK. <laughs> 80 horse fan. Um, well, well, this show took a very peculiar switch. <laughs> uh, I like Jada's comment. Cook naked in an apron, coach. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you need to capitalize on these women. I could do that. Yeah, I could go from Coach JB to Coach BJ. I could do that in a quick minute. <laughs> and I'll teach, like, I'm going to teach the girl how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, this guy oh is. God. The guy I know. This guy I know is. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> Oops. Um, let's get back to the show at hand. Um, I just wanted to know. I'm asking for a friend. That's what you guys say on Twitter and all that shit. Um, <laughs> so, who knows? Um before we talk about the Monday night game, oh, I guess we're on. We're, I showed you the deal, the video of Russell Wilson, and the awkwardness of that whole thing. He threw for three hundred and forty yards. So for all the naysayers, Coach AB, you got him winning the MVP. I said, yeah. I said I could think he could have an MVP year. I think Denver can be in the Super Bowl. I'm getting blown up already. How did that? What did they say? Uh, that didn't go well, or whatever the fuck they talk about, right? Whatever they that saying is that that didn't age well, or whatever. Okay, timeout. It's fucking week one. This guy went mm-hmm. back to his only place he knows, Sarah, Seattle. Don't you think it's pretty hard to fucking go back to a place and and that you loved and you and the fan base loved you for winning the Super Bowl? And perform at a high level. And he still did. He threw for 340 yards. Right. He and, didn't have a bad game. It was. The, and Sarah. It was if they don't receiver. fumble twice. If they don't fumble twice. They win. Right. And cover. And cover. Mm-hmm. So. 
But I did call the Seattle winning the game. I did call it right here on the right. show. Um, I also, I also want to say that this is only going to make him just burst out the season. He's going to have a hell of a season. I think he's going to ball out. I think I'm, I'm even more, ha- more convinced on what I have said. So I have no issue. I think he's going to blow up, blow out. I think they have Houston. They'll rebound this week, and Denver goes on a roll. And it's all about who Denver can beat other than the teams in their division. Because right. Seattle, I mean, the Chiefs play the Chargers this week, which is going to be huge implication. Uh, Raiders already lost a game to the Chargers. Um, the Chargers can be 2-0. and Um there is so many big games outside the division that they just cannot afford to lose. And Denver took a step back last night by losing to Seattle. So that's a game they couldn't afford to lose, but it's game one. There's 16 more of these fucking games. Right. So I'm not worried about it. Um, now, having said that, the whole thing about the head, the, 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 the game at the end with the clock management and the head coach who came over from Green Bay and I saw Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers today because that was Aaron Rodgers' old coach. And he asked him about some things. And bottom line is, should have called a timeout with 40 seconds left. And they should have got the first down with the $250 million quarterback that they paid. The last I checked, the kicker only makes like, what, a million dollars maybe? Why are they kicking a 64-yard field goal instead of putting it in his hands? And if I'm big dick Russell Wilson that I want to walk around and see Sierra at night, when I walk in this motherfucking house, I'm going to say, she's going to say, baby, what happened? Oh, I didn't get it done. Or, hey, I got it done again, baby. Like, not kick a fucking field goal. Or and I'm she a might not give a fuck. <laughs> I know, but I'm a $250 million <laughs> motherfucker. Like, come on. I don't mm. know. Um, that's my take on it. I... He should have kicked the. He should have got to call the timeout. Went for the fucking first. Got the first. Spiked the ball. Had another timeout, and then saved the timeout either for the kick or to run your field goal unit out there. So, uh, that's just where I'm at with the whole thing last night. Um, but there is some, there is some other things that you know that happened. Oh boy! But what? all these. People need to just relax. Great quarterbacks go to Denver and they win Super Bowls. They do. They do. And and I think this one's going to be another one. Um, I think he's going to do it. I have no worries. I'm not worried. I don't know about that win the Super Bowl this year, but I do have them going far and in, in, in that AFC title game against uh, Colts. I do also have Matt Ryan and the Colts going far, even though they tied the Houston Texans. Oh, well, it's game one. I'm not worried about game one. Thursday night's game, Sarah, is going to be interesting because you have a rivalry. Chargers, Chiefs. I, 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 this morning on the Wake Up Show, I said I will bet dollars to dimes that Mahomes does not do the same thing he did on the fucking Cardinals. And the Chargers are going to get after it, even without Keenan Allen. Um, I think the Chargers get after it. I think they, they still do a great... I think they get after it and beat the shit out of the Chiefs this week uh, on Thursday. So... That's just my take on that. Um, I wanted to get into some things before we talk more for NFL. I wanted to get switch over to college real quick. I wanted to talk about my top five college performances. I spoke briefly with 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 uh, Zach and you yesterday, um, and I mentioned to him, and I took a lot of heat. 
I got I got Texas, even though they lost to Alabama, which that performance actually dropped Alabama in the AP poll, right? Right. I like Texas <clears throat> even losing the game because if that Texas is the team they truly are, then they can run the table from here on out. And that is a team where I thought was a great performance for a week one for him and Sark. KU, my pick of the week, I got as number two. Kentucky going to Florida, beating that team, I thought was a big one in the swamp. App State obviously deserves it because they went to AM and then App State. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, Sarah, with, with the question about um, when you asked me the question about Jimbo. Mm-hmm. The Jimbo thing is this. You got these kids running cars through fucking parking lots. You got you paid a school $1.5 million to come beat your ass. You paid me $100 million over 10 years. You paid my staff big money. And you gave me $40 million for, for fucking NIL money to get the best talent in the country. You want to win. Mm-hmm. But when you see kids running through the fucking parking lot, when you see the kids on the sideline doing what they do, this cat clearly does not have a fucking thumbprint on the team. And they're running amok in that motherfucker. And obviously something's disconnected. So that is why I said you should be fired. I, I was asked that on ESPN today. That is why you should be fired. Because of that simple thing. Those reasons I just said. And well, that's my take. I mean, I agree 100%. And I also think that you're playing at an elite level. So the expectation is different. And if you're not meeting those expectations, you're not, you don't have a hold of your team, then absolutely you should be fired. But I don't think anybody expects Texas A&M to be great anyways. Except for their fan base. You don't expect them to lose to Appalachian State though. Right. And, but the thing is those games are going to happen. If it happens multiple times, then that's where I think. I don't think you can say that those games are going to happen ever to Appalachian State and Texas A&M. Never. But sometimes you have those teams that ne- are just never, different. Never Marshall beating Notre Dame. Right. Never. never. But it, sometimes it, it happens. Yeah. It, it, it should never happen. Um, because... That's why you pay those teams, so you can get a rest in between your right. brutal-ass schedule. So, like, I don't know. Like us, we're playing Akron this weekend. They, I just watched the press conference from Akron's coach, and the things that he said, it was just like, oh, you, f- you almost feel kind of sorry that you're going to beat up on this school. But he's Man. like, oh, yeah, it's going to be challenging. Our boys are going to definitely have a challenge, especially in that environment. And I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, well. That would suck. Let's, 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 let's go on to our top five coaches in the hot seat, all right? Here's yes. my top five. You can give me yours. I'm going to give you mine, all right? Number one, Jimbo Fisher. I believe he's on the hot seat for the simple fact of what I just said. I think he's on the hot seat for the things that I just stated. Not only have you lost to an App State team, you've you've not looked impressive versus Sam Houston. You are now having to play Miami and then Arkansas. So, or South Carolina, I'm not sure, but they got Miami and either Arkansas or Miami and South Carolina. So, 
Very, very intrigued on how hot his seat is and how hot the rumblings are, how loud the rumblings are in town there. So I got Jimbo Fisher at number one. James Franklin, even though they're winning right now, he has not won yet. And when I when I say won, I mean playoffs, championship in the conference, bowl game. He hasn't done anything significant. Um and, and, and he gets paid a lot of money at a prestigious university like Penn State. He's got to get, his seat has got to be warming up. Neil Brown, I've, I heard even rumblings, he was already fired. And I was like, shit. But he, I, I don't think he has been. But apparently he is on the very, very, his, his seat is getting hotter and hotter every day. And them losing to KU obviously is always going to frown their president and AD because they all think KU is supposedly this shit school, even though I've said otherwise this year, and I know the head coach very well, and that's why I'm so confident in my belief. David Shaw makes like 7 or $8 million a year at Stanford. He's always had great yeah. success there. He's had a lot of success over the years, but he is in this peculiar situation. He's in, he's, he's in this funk. He used to have Christian McCaffrey and uh, and, 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 and all these big-time backs, Heisman candidates, Andrew Luck, all these tight ends, and they used to run down your throat, and they'd be 10-11-1 and, and be in the mix for some, some Pac-12 titles and big-time bowl games. And that has clearly passed them by. He cannot get that body type anymore. A, a lot of guys don't want to play the positions that he once used to call. B, can't get that big-time quarterback. And C, with admissions uh, being so difficult at Stanford, he's just not getting the talent anymore. And and I think he's a great coach. I just think his time's passed him by and the school by. And he makes too much money to be as bad as they are. SC boat raced him, even though Stanford scored a lot of points. But Stanford has changed offenses. This is not what David Shaw does. David Shaw wants to line up and bang, 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 play action past you. He is running. They're spread out RPO. They're running shit that he is not comfortable running. That's my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Marcus Freeman, I have him on Notre my Dame. list too. Uh, Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame. Yeah, coach, it's year one. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I told you, don't take the job last year, a because you never want to put a record on your on your name that is not your program's in totality. That were that weren't his roster. That was not at all his kids. That is on Brian Kelly. Don't ever take that job because you want to say you're Big Dick Willie. No, don't take the gig. Stay away. Stay the fuck away until this year. And he is now 0-3 on his record. He has lost to Marshall. He is uh, he played Ohio State decently game one, but we're going to find out if Ohio State's really that team. And uh, right. I think he bit off more than he can chew. I believe he's another hire that is going to give... Uh, unfortunately, this is the truth. It's going to give brothers a bad, <laughs> bad reputation because there's a reputation. There already is a bad reputation out there that anytime a brother gets a head coaching job, it 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 hurts the black community from getting jobs later. That's why I hope Deion Sanders can do things and get a big time job and change the narrative. That's why I hope Eddie George can do those things. That's why I was rooting for guys like David Shaw. That's why I was rooting for guys like Mike Tomlin uh, and, and, and Flores at Miami. I thought he got a raw deal. Um, that's why I root for Lovey Smith. But at the same time, um, 
This guy, everyone thought, had a thumbprint on the team in the locker room. The kids went batshit crazy when he got the job last year when Brian Kelly kind of dicked them around and left last minute. Um, what happens, though? This is the truth, Sarah. What happens is he's the last guy that fucked up. He's the last guy that had a shitty year. And now these good old boys out here that are hiring look at it and they're like, well... Let's go back to the 75-year-old fucking white dude. And that is the I don't think it bad, has anything to that do with that. The, that is the truth and the problem in, the, in in this business. And that's kind of what the fucked up part of it is. And to be honest, Carl Durrell at Colorado, he's in the same boat. Colorado, Carl Durrell in Colorado is in the same boat. Hasn't really had a lot of success. Bounced around, went to the NFL, coached receivers, got back into college. And his Colorado team is not very good. And he is just not that guy that players want to play for. I know Carl. He's not that guy. He's very laissez-faire, chill, laid back. These kids want a motherfucker that's going to get after it. Get after your ass. Fucking love you when you're right. Fucking motherfuck you when you're wrong. But at the end of the day, they know you're going to give them a hamburger at the end of the day. And they still will run through a wall for you because they trust you. They don't trust these dudes. They This hoorah-rah shit, and then when they start crying, and then they start yelling, and then they cry again, and they fucking see through that shit. So, I don't know, Sarah. I don't know. I have, okay, Auburn fans. I, I, I have I, I, I Brian Harson. I would put Harson in there, Sarah, but you told me not to because you were mad at me because I cussed out the SEC. I'm mad at the... Yes! You cannot be mean to the SEC. <laughs> Listen. All right. Go ahead. I am um, for my my peeps, but Brian Harson definitely is on the hot seat. Um, but you, know, you know, I don't like him. Me and him don't get along. I don't like him at all. He's a shady fuck. This is the issue. This is the, but I'm going to defend the profession, not Brian Harson. He came in and has had a... A rough patch from day one, whether it was him and the AD. I've heard all these scenarios. I got a buddy that's actually his old coordinator right now, I'm real close with. Um, I'm trying to figure out what, what happened when he got the job. So when he got the job, I'm trying to figure out why it hasn't worked from the jump. Like, why were we hearing they were trying to fire him like a week on the job? Remember that? Like, I don't know. Do you know any? Do, do you don't hear all that down there? See, that's what happened. As soon as he got the job, like a week and a half later, they're already in recruiting season. I'm hearing they're trying to get rid of him. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on there? So to his defense, even though I would never defend him, um, the professional to the profession's defense, if you're going to hire a guy, then you fucking leave him alone and you give him his contract years. And that's just what I believe in in this profession. But this profession is as cold as a dope game, and it just doesn't work like that. So, Brian Harson, I guess because of results, this is only what? Is this year two? Um, for Brian Harson? Yeah, is this his second or third year? Who knows that? Anyone in the chat know? Um, I think it's only his second year, ain't it? No, it might be his third. It might be his third. Um. Time flies, Sarah. Fuck, time is yeah. a thief. Time is a thief. But uh, all right, um, tell me, tell me why. Second on Do you my have list a reason why? Do you have a reason why? 
Do why is he on the hot seat? Do you, do you have your own reason as to why you think he's on the hot seat? Well, I just feel like for me, Auburn is somebody who should be a top tier program. I, I hear you. And it's just like Texas A&M, just like Nebraska used to be. Okay. Used to be. You see how you said that? Right. Now, this is my rebuttal. Even though we're still on your first coach, this is good. It makes the show go longer. Um, it's a second year. Second year. A second year. This is the thing. Don't you have to be real about yourself and understand that this is not what it once was. This isn't the Cam Newton-led Auburn team. This isn't the fucking Auburn team with Bo Jackson. This isn't Nebraska with Tom Osborne when Scott Frost played quarterback at Nebraska. This is not the teams of those past. That's That's what has to happen. It's not sinking in. And I have to applaud. I have to applaud everyone in those fan bases. The South, we know, loves football more than anything on the West Coast. We know Nebraska sold out a thousand games in a row and whatever. God bless you guys. And I hope you guys continue to do so. But also understand, you have to be realist at some point and say, this is not what we once were. We have to have a realistic approach to this thing or we're never going to get out of this hole. I'm just telling you. because This is why fan bases need to demand. Look at Tennessee. We demanded that we deserve to be what we used to be. That's not the man's is like shitting in one hand and wishing in the other one and see Mm-mm, what have you did you not see what happened? I'm just saying though, the man's don't work out a lot. Well, you have to have an expectation too as a fan base. Oh, you have to. I agree. You have to have an expectation if you're a president and an athletic director. Right. But they have too high of expectations. Mm. Just telling you. Uh, okay, yeah. so Brian Hart. Okay, second, second on my list would be um, Eli Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz, Drinkwitz, whatever. Where at? Eli at Mizzou. Well, how long has he been there? Three? <laughs> He's got to go. Like, you cannot lose to K-State. You And then you're in the SEC. You... I mean, he can't even, he can't recruit. Do you know that he was at Comic-Con and then his recruit, one of the kids that he was trying to recruit tweeted, this is why you can't recruit at Mizzou. Cause you're at Comic-Con. What the fuck is Comic-Con? He was like dressed up and shit. Like the cartoon characters, comics. Who was? Eli. Nah, I'm yes, out. I'm out of the mix. But this mother, but these are the motherfuckers we're hiring, huh? Well, anyways, so he's second on my list. Um, then I have David Shaw at Stanford. Then I have Mike Norvell at Florida State, and then Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Not a bad list. I applaud that list. Uh, Mark Mike Norvell, obviously, this year, this is year three, I think, for him. This is going to be a critical year for him. Um, so very interesting to see that. Um, see, I, last week I put Chip Kelly in there due to their schedule and those shitty figment of imagination wins, I think is going to save them. And he has to figure out, um, who he's got to beat. In my opinion, he has to beat, um, SC this year. I don't know if he is this year because I think SC's going to make this noise. I think SC's, I don't know if SC's going to run the table, 
But it's very, very fucking possible SC runs the table at this point in the schedule. Um, I don't. They have to play Notre Dame, which we all see what's going on there. And then they already beat Stanford, and then now they're going to have to beat Oregon, who I think are is horrible. Um, Wazoo beat Wisconsin, but really, are, is Wazoo anything to worry about? And is Oregon State better? I think they are better, but I don't know if they're going to beat SC. But that's a team like usually beats SC when they're really good. When USC is really good, they, they get beat by like Oregon State. And that's just kind of what happens. Arizona and Arizona State are both fucking average. And uh, I don't think there's a team in the fucking deal. Colorado's bad. I don't think Utah's as good as everyone thought they were. And... Uh, but Utah can get more physical as the season goes along, so I can see them being a problem. Um, Speaking of Utah, did you see what somebody sent us on Twitter? No. Oh, Lord have mercy. I, let me make sure it's Utah, not Utah State. Let me see. What's going on there? Um, so somebody tagged us in this post. It is at Utah. Two female students at Utah went into the game topless just body painted and the fan base is you know all of the karens and are like protesting this because they feel as if these two women threatened the safety of children at their college football games and the environment where's this at it's at utah but i I retweeted it somebody tagged us in this and these now keep in mind, these girls had pasties on as well, and they were painted. So just like men do with their body paint, these women took it to that, and but, they had pasties on. Let me ask you something. Um, let me ask you this. So that's a problem, but teaching kids how to pole dance with Transvestites is okay? It's a selective problem in our society. I think at this point, that's what it it is. (laughs) Just like the fight that was at the Titans game, um, Barstool reposted it, Outkick reposted it. There was a a cute girl, and she was sitting in front of a big mama that's, you know, your southern woman um and i guess this lady was displeased that this attractive woman was sitting in front of her so she kept screwing with her and she finally turned around and the they they escorted this wife and husband out and as they were being escorted out she this fat lady threw the drink on this cute little girl and this cute little girl ended up fucking losing her shit, throwing her plate of like $250 in concessions food that she had. And then, I mean, she stiffed armed this dude completely and just went at this guy. And the guy ended up like the guy behind, you know, the, the big mama's husband hit her, like punched her. This It was insane. This all happened there. This all happened at the Titans game this weekend. There's a, a video of it. It went viral, but yes, this lady, this fat lady threw her drink at this really cute girl. And, and as she was being escorted out because she was pestering this girl. 
Well, sometimes jealous ones envy. Some cute girls are mad and you're, they're, you're cute. I mean, uh, shit. Right. But what point do we stop allowing this behavior as far as how, I don't know. This is the sad part of the world. I'm banned from my kids' games because they don't like what I do. Then you have this issue happening where this it's insecurities are taking over, but you can't hate another girl. I don't know. It's like feast of famine. I'd just be starting to just whip motherfuckers' asses if they come around me with certain shit. I'm already at that stage. You come around me with some dumb shit. I'm just telling you, you're getting fucked up. Um, so anyways, but back to the Utah story. These girls were body painted. They had pasties on and they were... And then when asked, they brought T-shirts. When asked to put T-shirts on, they complied. They didn't riot or do anything wrong, but that's what they did. And now, so what are they trying? To, what are they trying to do out of it? Get the coach fired? I mean, what the fuck? They <laughs> no, doing? they're trying to say that there needs to be a dress code instated for students to attend these football games. But but after the game, I'm taking my kid to learn how to pole dance with a transvestite. So you know, thank you. That's what they're fucking. That's the people. That's the people that are fucking bitching. That's what the hypocrisy of it at all is. Such at all time high that it blows my mind. That's what fucking blows my mind. The hypocrisy of it, and these people are so fucking. They're so fucking hypocritical. It blows my mind. There's nothing worse to me than a hypocrite. Um, have you seen this right here though? This just kind of happened, and uh, this is a thing UCLA is talking about. And uh, I got to be honest, um, we are in L.A., Sarah. We are in L.A., arguably one of the most talented states in the union. We have, uh, us in Florida, I believe, have the most players in the NFL, Mm -hmm. and then Texas, um, and then now I think it's Georgia and Ohio, but... Why the fuck are we throwing that around like we need to get transfers at UCLA? We're at UCLA. We're in LA. Like, we shouldn't have to be boasting about it. We should have the best players. Us and SC should be fucking fighting Correct. for that. You guys should. But everybody's coming to the SEC to compete and to play. Man, no, they're not. Stop. Did you really say that? I didn't even catch you say that. It's true. Well, they're not really because they're leaving the SEC and sitting in the portal at an all-time high, too. Not, so, not Brew McCoy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he was average as fuck here, and he's ripping it at Tennessee. So I'm really, Yeah, because really he has skeptical. a good coach. Yeah, I'm really skeptical about this whole SEC fucking thing. Um, I don't know. That's just my take on that. Um, but UCLA kind of irked, irked me on that. I'm just like... I would never do that if I'm the head coach there. Did you see what uh, Lane Kiffin wore to his uh, press conference? No. He wore a, uh, let me make sure that I get this right, because, good Lord, if I don't, here, let me see if I can share this. Did he wear that, though? He didn't wear that. (laughs) No. He wore a hoodie that said, transfer to the SIP. Wow. Why not? Why not? I mean... I told you, I've talked to him and Sark, a few other people, and they said this is what it is. You have to take the transfers now to be uh, keep up with the Joneses, and that is the sad part about it. Uh, well, I heard Josh Heupel on his 
um, press conference too. He said they, uh, it was so funny. They asked him a question and they said, this is kind of off the record, not related to the situation of the, you know, the game that you just played. And he goes, Oh great. This should be interesting. <laughs> and he goes, um, well, what do you think about the transfer portal changing the way college football is? Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, look, it's here. It's part of our culture. Now you either adapt to it and make the most of it or, you don't. It's just not a big deal. It is here. It, it is what it is. You either take your transfers and you make them and you coach them or or you don't. I mean, it's not a big deal anymore. It is what it is. I think this is the culture and, and he's one that's like, you can't change. You can't control it. So yeah. why not, you know, do what you can with it. All right. We're in the Which first. Is we're in the, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just. We're going to transfer over to the first down, and we're going to get to this. Okay, Sarah? I'm going to get to a uh, my top five college football teams after week one. Or, I'm sorry, week two. Okay? So, here's mine. I'll put it on the ticker, and we'll talk about them, and then we'll get yours. Okay? And I'm going to give rationale as to why I picked these the way I did. So, I got Georgia at number one. Um... I'm waiting for them, obviously, to play a team that everyone knows is good. Because right now, everybody thought Oregon was good, even though I knew they were not. Um, but I thought Georgia would be struggling in game one because of not only the quarterback play, but the loss on defense that they sustained. They did not. They looked like they did last year on defense. That's how much talent is at Georgia. That's how much talent is at some places like this. So that being said, we have still yet to see Georgia play someone worth a shit. So I'm waiting to see Georgia play someone good. We may not have, we, may, we may not know who's good until they play fucking Georgia. So do they got Tennessee? Do we play Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. And we go to Georgia, too, and we always do really good. So you go to Georgia, and who else does Georgia play? Um, I don't know their schedule, their full schedule. Well, this is the thing. I got to have Georgia at one. I put Bama at two just because it's Nick Saban. Just because Saban will take that one-point win and use it as a loss, and he's going to get that team ready to roll. Ohio State, I'm going to put at three just because still they're unknown to me. Um, but they are Ohio State. They have the quarterback who's a Heisman Trophy winner or candidate. They have a roster that's loaded, uh, especially at receiver. So I would think they're going to get better. I'm going to put Michigan at four. They haven't played anyone. They've played possibly two of the worst teams in America, but I do like their roster. Uh, and then I'm going to take SC because of the hype. I'm going to roll with the hype on this. They've, their offense looks good with Lincoln Riley calling the shots right now, and I think Caleb Williams is playing well. But also their defense scares me, and they haven't played anyone either. But I'm going to go with those top five after the first two weeks just because we are in the watered-down fucking world of college football. And I think these four, five teams right here can possibly run the table until they each of each other meet. So Ohio State, Michigan is going to meet week twelve. Georgia, Alabama will meet in the in the title game, uh, possibly the Natty. Who knows? But SC is the team that's kind of sitting out there that won't have to play any of those teams, 
And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So I'm curious to see how it unfolds, but those are my top five. As of today, Sarah, not all year. I don't know, but I, I wanted to do this every two weeks with you. And, and we, I want to see how the season progresses and what teams are going to be our top five every two weeks. And how long can this top five stay in the top five of ours? Who's your top five? Sorry, I have a dog barking. Okay, so I have Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma. Wow, really? Oklahoma. Ugh. Why? You know, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I think that they have something different to offer this year. I really do. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things play out. Uh, Clemson's up there, too. I feel like Clemson's up there. Um, you know, I don't know. Those are your top teams. Um, Tennessee, Arkansas. No, Bruce Helms, we don't have Clemson. <laughs> they beat Fort I do. Furman. I Clemson in there. They beat Furman 35-12, to 12, and they fucking looked horrible week one. Why would we put them in there? God damn. Shut the fuck up sometimes, homie. Become a member. When are you going to become a member before I get rid of you? Um, yeah, I don't like the Oklahoma pick yet. I got to see him play more. But you cannot like my SC pick or my other pick either because either one of us played anybody. So, and I agree with you, Chase. I don't know if there is five good teams, but we have to have a top fucking five, Slapdick. So we have to pick five fucking teams. I do believe there's three teams, but we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. Um, what did Lucy ask? I don't know what she asked. I didn't see it. I was trying to keep up with it, too. Yeah, this thing moves around, and I'm just like, fuck. Um, I don't know. We'll see if Texas runs the table in there. I think Texas can beat Oklahoma this year. And I'm just curious to see how Tex how KU is. I think KU's going to be better. I don't think KU's going to fucking run the table by any means, but I think they can be better. Um, so, we'll see. Um yeah, not quite yet, Josh, but don't don't think I've slept. That's one of my boys right there. I think that BYU can be a sleeper because of the conference schedule, obviously who they play, even though they play that independent schedule. Um, I don't know who, what powerhouse. Is there any big boys on their schedule other than Baylor this year? I know they beat Baylor. I thought they dominated Baylor up front. Uh, remember, those Mormon cats at BYU are older, man. They're 24, 25, 26, 28-year-old cats sometimes, some of them. <laughs> So, they're older dudes. Arkansas, I'm skeptical about only for the fact that I don't like how they played Cincinnati, and I don't think they dominated uh, South Carolina like they should have. But I do like Arkansas. They're making progression every year. I think Arkansas is going to be better this year. But BYU plays Arkansas? Fuck. That's going to be a very interesting game. BYU plays they don't back down from fucking nobody. So I love Kalani. I love how BYU plays everyone. And for the most parts, uh, oh, BYU is going to slaughter Oregon this week. Did you see the line for that game? Oregon favored by three. 
That scares me, though. That, see, Vegas knows some shit. Uh, BYU has Notre Dame. I think BYU has who else? Like Washington or Stanford or something? BYU plays damn near the whole Pac-12 every year. I don't know who they have this year, but they'll play everybody. They'll go to SEC. They'll go fucking ACC. BYU will play anyone. So I like BYU too. I don't know if they can run the fucking table, but I would not be shocked that BYU runs the table because they're not this huge, happy transfer portal institution for the one fact that Kalani's that way. Number two, BYU is just a little more uh, stringent <laughs> when it comes to that. Um <laughs> I'm not firing Freeman yet, but he is definitely on my hot seat as a guy we hired to. This is the problem, man. <laughs> the topless fans. This is the problem. You guys, these schools hire these guys and take no accountability. When are they going to take some accountability on who they hire? How about an AD gets fired? Or how about a fucking president gets fired by the $30 million booster club that's paying the motherfucking coach for hiring a shitty ass coach? That is what I want to see. That then is why what aren't you I a fan see. of Tennessee? Why are you not a fan of Tennessee? Oh. We're doing exactly what you, you, you said. We did exactly what you did or said. I'm not a fan of anyone, Sarah. That's what you don't get. I'm not a fan of you should any be. of these motherfuckers. No, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I'm not a fan of anyone. Emmett Gooden played at Tennessee. I wasn't a fucking fan of Tennessee. Uh, one of my other players played at Tennessee, uh, Deanne. He just transferred from you guys last year. Uh, what was my boy's name? Fuck. Big, tall Deanne kid. Uh, Carolina kid. Fuck. He was at, He was there. He played last year. He started. You're Deanne. Fuck. I had him at Indy with me, too. I, had, I actually cut him. Um, but anyway, I'm not a fan of fucking any school. Or any except for Nebraska, guys. He he is going to be loyal to you guys. Don't no, worry. I'm not. That's the thing. <laughs> Ad, it's not the ads that use the search firm. It's the presidents and both the ads use these search firms, these search committees. They hire these firms to hire coaches, and it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, Sarah. I'm not big on that. Um. All right, so we got your top five. Um, now I'm going to transfer over to the NFL real quick. I want to talk about my least most impressive after week one in the NFL. I'm going to start with the Packers because um, I'm so unimpressed by management for helping Aaron Rodgers and getting him no outside talent to throw the ball to. I'm very, very unimpressed by the New England Patriots and how Belichick's handled the offensive coordinator position. That is really, really scaring me for a second-year guy like Mac Jones. I do not, I'm not impressed with that at all. And the Rams' performance was utterly horrible on national TV on a big scale. Mm -hmm. Um, So that hurts. The Cowboys were utterly embarrassment. Uh, quarterback play was garbage. The team looks horrible. They digressed since last year by far. And for people still to pick them blows my mind. And then the Bengals' performance, even though they came back and tied the game and played well, and that's just because that's how good Joe Burrow is, even after throwing five picks. Um, 
I think that the Bengals are just a team that everyone thought was going to come out, shot out of the cannon, fucking dominate, and they come out and look very, very average against a Steeler team that has a very, very questionable quarterback. So, I don't know if you have five to think about. That's just my five. Um, we can roll with those five. But from what you've heard or seen so far, I know everyone knows you're not an NFL guy. You don't have to fucking pick five. But if you do, what five? What, who would you swap out of there and who would you put in? Oh, my God. Well, definitely the Packers for sure. That was definitely something that was. Ooh. Um, now, they did drop a touchdown in the first play of the game. That's a different game-changing touchdown drop. That game could totally be different if he catches that. But at the end of the day, they struggled in regular offensive sets from that point on. I, I, I do agree with your Patriots pick because the Patriots are supposed to be the Patriots. You have Bill Belichick up there, and it's supposed to be different. I, I want to see more for Mac Jones. I like him. I think that... There's still more to see from him, so that will be interesting to see how that the rest of the season plays out. But it's the first week, so it's so hard to to evaluate any of it. Um, I, I don't know the Saints. Shit, Keyshawn Johnson put the Saints in his top five good teams. Okay, well, again, and they almost lost to an Atlanta team with Mariota. Yeah. But it's the Saints. I hear you. Um, Miami. It's another one. We got grills blowing up. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I want to see more from Tyreek Hill. The, uh, I want to see him be good. Let me ask you this. Eddie Manyweather, where have you been, homie? Why why you take off days after the fucking Cowboy game, though? See, that's the thing about you Fairweather fans. You motherfuckers want to talk all that shit, but then after they lose, you guys go bury yourself hidden somewhere. Your ass hid out somewhere, Eddie, for two days. Motherfuckers were looking for you tough after that horrible-ass performance. But I don't know. What do I know, Eddie? What do I know? I think I called out exactly what the fuck they went down, didn't I? Didn't I say Dak was fucking horrible? Didn't I say their roster digressed? If you think that team's going to beat the Eagles, you're fucking delusional as much as your fucking cell phone coverage is, homeboy. Does anybody really honestly expect the Cowboys to be good? Eddie Manyweather really does. Wow. (laughs) And so does uh, Lucy. But Lucy's a realist. Lucy came out right after and was like, we're fucked. Yeah, my girl, Texas Thighs, she tweeted, fire Jerry Jones, fire the coach, fire everybody on staff, get them all the hell out of here. The problem is Jerry Jones is the problem. He's the real problem. And I don't know. I think they should go get a Q. That's my personal opinion, but I don't think another – team is going to give them a good cue like Mason Rudolph or Jimmy G or a Huntley from the Ravens or somebody Josh that's out there that's serviceable. I don't know. Even Drew Locke. I don't think anyone's going to give up their backup right now because Cowboys are just, they're a team that everyone's like, fuck you. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that. This this take. I don't know how it's gonna pan out, but uh, 
Yeah, have you not seen the video, Cooper Londell, that Lalonde or whatever your name? You haven't seen that motherfucker walking in front of everybody and 20 motherfuckers walking behind him in suits? You don't think that's a fucking chief and a bunch of Indians, brother? I don't know. That's a weird dude. Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, yeah, maybe. He's a guy I would go get. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's a winner. He's also another motherfucker that, that can win. Look what he did in, 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 in New Orleans. Shit. Oh, here's the excuses. Dak was hurt the whole game. <laughs> He's so Dak really. So Dak came into the season hurt. Now, like motherfuckers, be making up the fucking softest excuses I've ever heard in my life. So now he's he's literally on record, Sarah, saying I feel better than I have ever felt. I am the best I've ever been. And now Eddie wants to defend him saying he came in the game injured. <laughs> I, I mean. Oh, my God. Motherfuckers cannot face the truth. Why can't we speak the truth, fellas? Please. Why can't we be truthful to each other? The Cowboys have digressed. They're very shitty. Dak Prescott's been overpaid for a long time. I'll take Kirk Cousins over Dak all day long. I said that shit three years ago. I say it today. It ain't even fucking close. I take Davis Mills, Eddie, the fucking quarterback in Houston, over Dak Prescott right now. I I don't judge cats after week one. I'm judging five years of Dak Prescott, homie. Five years of Dak Prescott. What the fuck has he done ever? What has he done in the league that's been so great? Has he won multiple playoff games? Has he won fucking the Super Bowl? Has he won a bunch of fucking games I don't know about? Fuck no. Motherfucker's <laughs> overrated as shit. You guys paid a nobody. He's a stiff. That motherfucker's stiff was- as a porn yeah. dick. He almost won a playoff game, someone said. I wish I almost won the lottery, Sarah. Fuck. He almost won a playoff game. <laughs> That's the expectation. That's why the NFL is the way the NFL is. Oh, man. That's crazy. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Ooh, shit. All right. Least impressive. Who is your most impressive NFL teams um, after week one? And I know... We just got there. Titans, 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 Titans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here we go. Here's mine. I got the Bills <laughs> at one. I got the Chargers at two. I got the Vikings at three, the Bucks at four, and the Chiefs at five. Now, hmm. why, Coach? Because the teams I named is who they played. I believe the Bills played the Rams, who many think could be a Super Bowl champ. That's why I put the Bills at one, because of what they did to the Rams, even though it was week one. Chargers beating the Raiders, who many people thought had a great defense, and Derek Carr is so dynamic, and the Chargers were going to be fucking fighting for fourth place in the league, and blah, blah, blah. I thought, for the most part, should have beat them by 20 points, struggled, even with Derek Carr throwing three picks and a fumble. I still think the Raiders on defense is a good team. I think the Raiders roster is pretty good. I think Derek Carr is the problem. And I think the Raiders will be in a lot of football games, but Derek Carr is going to cost them. And I got the Chargers second, beating them. And then third, um, coming in, the Vikings, I, they impressed me with the, the win over Green Bay. 
first year coach, Kirk Cousins, really dissected Green Bay, even though I thought Green Bay played some horrible ass coverage. Um, I thought Kirk Cousins found Jefferson and all these people uh, the right way. I got those guys at four. I thought the Bucks defense impressed me, even though they played Eddie's shitty ass Cowboys and shitty ass Dak Prescott. I still think the Bucks defensive line dominated the football game. And I thought that uh, the Dallas Cowboys receivers are so bad that Tampa's corners just played sink coverage and just fucking bailed out and never had to worry about getting beat over the top. And then I got the Chiefs. They beat the shit out of the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, they're the Cardinals. So let's make sure that is why I have them at five. We're going to go with them at five, even just because Mahomes threw five tubs and, and they did look good week one because of the Cardinals are not a very good NFL team. But I, I want to reiterate, Sarah, to everyone out there that talks shit too, just so you know, there is no easy games in the NFL. This isn't college. This isn't high school. This is the NFL. They all get a paycheck. They've all played on each other's teams. They all fucking put their pants on at the same time. One leg at a time, and they all make millions of dollars. They're professionals. They make professional money. They may not always act professional. But having said that, um, there is no easy games in this fucking thing. There's no easy games in the NFL. So having said that, the Cardinals' defense looked horrible, um, just like Jacksonville's defense looked horrible. And so if you're hyping up Carson Wentz still after week one, you're fucking (laughs) delusional. You're fucking delusional. So – that's my five after week one, okay? So, I don't know. What's yours? I don't have a top five. <laughs> I'm telling you, I if it, there's a game on, I will watch the Titans. I, I am trying I know, I know, my hardest. Um, Tennessee lost, by the way, so... Yes, I know. I know. I'm just throwing that but, out there. To a team that I said Daniel Jones is going to be a lot better, so... Mike Tirakiteki, what's up? Um, <laughs> Tennessee, all five. No, I did no, not it's see. It's hard uh, for me. I did not see Hackett regrets the field goal decision. I thought he owned up to it and said he was going to do it again if he had to. That's what I heard. So I don't know. Um, there's a lot of good games this week, though. So we're going to be. We're going. I'm interested to see a lot of these games. Um, you know, I'm waiting on some NFL film so I can share it legally on here because um, I can put it in my DV Sport and actually share it where I don't get copyright. Um, so I'm going to make sure I do that. Uh, yes, there is no college team that can beat an NFL team. Please stop with the noise, okay? Alabama could beat Jacksonville. No, they couldn't. They'd be beat by 50 points. Um they, they they would be beat by 50, okay? Just let me tell you that. Why, Coach? And I always have to break it down, Sarah. College has, I don't know, you know Tennessee. How many All-Americans are on Tennessee's team, if any? You know? No. <laughs> um, App State. App State could beat... Uh... The Rams. Okay, quiet. Um, okay, how many All-Americans? You see how I asked a, a question to these homers, Sarah and Cheeky, in the chat? I mean, and you also don't give me time to defend? prepare for anything. You see how defensive So then I'm get? like, well, fuck, I don't know. You see how defensive they get? the top of my head. Get? 
Hey, Cheeky didn't even answer the question. He had to go to App State. He can't even answer the fucking question. That's how much of a homer these motherfuckers are, people. Holy fuck. Okay, here's the real right here. Alabama. How many All-Americans do they have? Eight. Let's say eight. The NFL roster has 53 All-Americans. That is the difference. That's why I want you guys to understand. No, an NFL team will never lose to the best college football team in America. Stop it. Please. That's just like all the Auburn haters right now hating me on Twitter. I didn't. It's not my fault. I didn't do it on purpose. Sarah, don't be mad at me. But you can't. Is all Americans really well, how you saying, would rate I'm just that? Saying, I'm just saying, Sarah. Like, like I'm just saying and put in perspective. People are talking about all that. Remember, Alabama and Georgia has eight All-Americans. They're the best of the best in the country. But the NFL roster, all everyone was an All-American. So it's not a fair fight. And people don't get that, I don't think. People don't understand that. Um, so um, who knows? I don't know. Um, Seattle had to be the most impressive NFL win, Sarah, even though I know you didn't watch it, but you know all the hype was Denver and Russell Wilson and all that. For Seattle to beat Denver... Do you think, how do you feel about that? You had to be happy waking up knowing Seattle won because I said they would. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I know you didn't give a fuck. No. Um, I, I think that sucks for Russell Wilson. Yeah. That I mean, sucks. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Um, Bruce Wayne, I appreciate you. Hey, man, 140 people in here, 30-something likes. Why can't everybody take their finger and put the fucking like button right now? Get your mouse. Hit the like button. One, two, three. Hit the fucking like button, slapdicks. Um, we give you guys good content. You get to slide into Sarah's DMs. You get to see her video pics. Fucking wearing a bikini. Come on, man. You get to see IG models. You motherfuckers are ungrateful fucks. Um, Cheeky said 05 USC would get rolled by the 05 Browns. By 70 points. They get beat by fucking 100. That's what people don't get. People don't understand that shit. Um, you saw Reggie Bush first year in the league. Um, and it's like... Reggie Bush almost died in his first <gasps> NFL game. No, I'm saying. Remember he got blown up by the Eagles in game one and everyone... And like, welcome to the NFL. This ain't fucking Fresno State no more. That's what people don't understand. Like, that's what people don't get. So it's like, come on, man. Um, right. And I do think, like, what people don't understand, too, is it is easier in a sense, but there's more people that watch college football, I, I believe, because it's a different fan base. No, it is. It is indeed. Well, there you is know, no, there's no true fan like base. Like no me. More. There's no true fan base no more, though. You know what the fan base has become? Virtual. They're becoming virtual fan bases because, mm. because nobody has a dream school anymore. That is very true. Like, you don't have a dream school anymore. So we have virtual fan bases. That is why attendance across the board is down and across the nation is down. Not We know the West Coast attendance is horrible. But the, across the board, Notre Dame, shitty attendance. Fucking South Carolina had some bad attendance, especially when they play the early games. 
There's teams in the South that have shitty attendance too. And you got teams in Texas even with shitty attendance because there is a, it's a homer ran business. We're all homers and the homer is the winner. And we're so fair weathered now. And look at the NFL. How many How many people do you know, Sarah? Even your girls, maybe even models, even like, that. One day they're in a Tennessee Titans, and the next year they lost, and they're in the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers fucking sweater. Oh, that's and, not me. I know it's not, but I'm saying <laughs> there's so many out there that you probably know and does this. But that's everybody. I, I do you ever drive by somebody's house in their neighborhood, and they've got a Alabama flag? A Patriots flag, and then they've, you know what I mean? It's, Lakers, uh, Yankees. Lakers. It's just, yes. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Wow. My brother in law is an Alabama fan, and the motherfucker's never been to the state of fucking Alabama. Like, are you kidding me? And he's from Tennessee. It, he's crazy. It's, it's, it blows my mind. Oh, my God. Um, ah, oh, man. I, I you know, I got to have, uh, I'm going to, I don't even want to, I, I want to ask you this, but fuck. What? <laughs> Is this some more? <sighs> JB, you can't ask me this on air. We have to talk about your OnlyFans and your Nebraska job off air. No, I'm not going to ask that no more. Um, <laughs> remember, it's my friend. It's not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, your friend. So, um, <laughs> I got to, I got to show this and, and, and. And you have to see this. Um, remember, I don't know if it was before you started to become our co-host. I got a, uh, I had a, this kid named Baby Gronk on the show. <laughs> Baby what? Gronk. Baby Gronk is 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 like world famous because he's like one of the youngest kids who's taking pictures with Nick Saban. He's 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 been offered apparently by everybody. I brought his dad and himself on the show. We had like 350 people live during that show. So we pubbed it up for like a week and it became this uh big event. Well if you follow him on Twitter, it's funny on Instagram and Twitter. I might have to bring him on again. Um but this is him. I give credit to the dad's PR and his his uh he's clearly set those kids up to like him and act like he's the big thing. And I get it, Dexton. I get what you're saying. I get what everybody's saying. I had the kid on my show. You can go back and 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 watch the show. You guys were all here when I had the dad and the kid on. The kid didn't say a fucking word. Um I don't know, Sarah, how I feel about it. Um it is what it is. It's just weird and uh, very, very weird. Weird. So. What what part is weird? Because the kid's young and this guy's acting, yeah. saying he's the best thing since sliced bread and all this shit and 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 you know you don't know because I've seen so many of these kids anointed at this age and then absolutely be bust and then the kid's psyche's fucked and that's what I don't want to see when he's 15, 16 years old. You know what I mean? So, right. 
I don't know. It, it, yeah, it was, it's crazy. It, it's pretty crazy. Uh, it is, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's crazy, Jada. I saw it firsthand. That's um, what we should be talking about, too, is the the exploitation of these parents with these football fees, with these travel hockey fees, with these all of the expenses. It's blowing my mind. No. Nah. It is. It is. Uh, it's a college tuition. It is. Um, hey, Josh, call in. Wido, can you call in? Um, I put the link in the chat. Call in. I want you to talk to Sarah about exactly what she just said because I know you have a good take on it. Um, and I just put the chat right there. And uh, I'm going to let my dog out because I hear somebody out here crying like a motherfucker. Um, if one of you guys can call in and keep the party moving or... Sarah, if you got to go pee or get a drink, let's just... Sarah, you got, you got like 10, 15 more minutes? Yeah. Let's do 10, 15 more minutes and wrap it up. It's our, I didn't okay. know we already were at two hours. Um, God damn, time flies. Um, you know what? Let's wrap it up since, since we're back early in the morning and then we're back on tomorrow. Um, and then uh, I think we have Matt McChesney on tomorrow. And we also... I may, I may have another NFL insider from the Las Vegas... Raiders organization joining us. I'll let you know that later. Um, so I'm trying to get a demographic media person every week on the show. So we're going to try to target, like, for instance, Tennessee Titan fan base, a Raider fan base, a Ram fan base. We're going to have that on the show. Insider, give you all the insides, just like we had when we had the 49er on last week. So, um, Hey, I appreciate everybody, Sarah. I'll hit you up later. Um, sorry for shut the shut it short. Well, we still did two hours. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll be back for the wake up show in the morning, and then me and Sarah will be back tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock with Matt McChesney and everyone else. And we'll start having after hours again. Like I said, we have been so swamped. Um, we're gonna get together and create an after hours type of deal here very shortly. So. Uh, Wido, give me one second. Let me shut off the audio side and end the show. And then we'll, we'll talk for about two or three minutes, Sarah, and then we're going to get out of here. So appreciate everybody on the audio side. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.